This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. Hello, I'm Levi Payton, but of course, I prefer to be known as the positive film buff, the only film buff in the world that is unable to hate any movie or even see pause for it. Once again, I'm here to introduce another new segment, Family Time. Yes, this new segment will see me reviewing movies that have the ability to entertain the whole family, mainly the movies rated G. There's a bunch of genres that fit the description of a family film, including animation, comedy, drama, and musicals. Today, I'm reviewing a musical, and one that recently got released on DVD and Blu-ray, and I saw it on the weekend, Cat. For those who don't know, Cats is actually a West End and Broadway stage musical created by Andrew Lloyd Webber and adapted from the classic series of poems about Cats written by T.S. Eliot. And since its first performance in 1982, Cats has made one of the most popular and groundbreaking stage musicals of all time, winning several Tony Awards, forming a successful direct-to-video adaptation in 1998, which I actually watched at high school, and being one of the longest-running Broadway shows ever, even being hailed as the number one family musical. Now, Cats has made its mark on the big screen with a film adaptation released last Christmas, directed by Oscar winner Tom Hooper, the director of The King's Speech and Les Miserables. However, compared to its positive reception the musical received, the movie made critics go, me, out giving the movie an entirely negative reception. The movie then ended up winning the Razzie Award for Worst Picture of 2019 and practically left Australian cinemas after only a month-long run. In spite of all the negative reception, it did not turn me off from actually wanting to check it out myself. Why? Because I'm the positive film buff, and I still believe I should not dislike this movie or even see a single flaw with it. Only the good things. As I said, I recently saw Cat I brought a Blu-ray copy of the movie, and I must confess, I enjoyed the movie. And I actually found it difficult to see a single flaw with it. At least particularly with one aspect that critics criticized the most about this film. I'll reveal that one aspect later on. But now, let me get the one thing that you never expect to see in a lifetime of watching movies. A positive review of the worst picture of 2019, Cat. A review that will actually see the positive film but opening words practically come to life. Both the original musical and this movie have the same simple premise and concept, and here it is. In the empty streets of London, over the course of a single night, a yearly event occurs. A large tribe of cats known as the Jellicles come out on that night to partake in a ceremonial event known as the Jericho Bowl, where all cats compete for a chance to go to the heaven-sized player and be granted a new life. This year, one cat named Victoria encounters the Jericho tribe, and she witnesses firsthand the huge spectacular spectacle of the Jericho Bowl, hosted by the wisest of all cats, Old Deuteronomy, getting a chance to see all the various different cats that are competing in the ball, including a domestic, domestic tabby named Jenny Annie Dots, a flirtatious Tom named the Rum Tom Tugger, a fat cat named Buster Jones, an aged theater cat named Gus, 
a villain a strain named Macavity, and an old mangy cat named Grizabella, who used to be a member of the tribe. It's a night full of spectacle and magic, and only one cat may have the heart and soul to be granted a new life. Before I go on to praising this movie, I want to mention one big thing that may interest you. All throughout the decade, there's been many films that won the Razzie Award for Worst Picture, and I've seen some of them, including 2010's winner, The Last Airbender, 2011's winner, Jack and Jill, 2015's winner, Fantastic Four, 2017's winner, The Emoji Movie, and 2018's winner, Holmes and Watson. I've got something to confess. I always say that I never see any flaws with a movie, but those five films I've just mentioned, I do see flaws and problems with them. For example, The Last Airbender took a story from a 20-episode first season of a show and put it into a 97-minute movie, leaving out a lot of character development. The Emoji Movie copied a lot of plot points and characters from much better animated films without any effort except only to mock emojis. And Holmes and Watson tried too hard to be an extremely funny comedy that it didn't put complete focus on several other aspects, most notably the underuse of Ray Fiennes in the role of the villain, especially when Fiennes does have the ability to be full-on hilarious, too. I don't hate these movies, as I truly am unable to dislike them, and I can still enjoy them, but I fully acknowledge they got several flaws that hold them back from being as good as all the hundreds of films I legitimately praise and enjoy. And all of those movies have got extremely low positive ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, somewhere around 3 to 10%. But here's something very interesting. 2019's Razzie Award Worst Picture winner, Cats, got a positive rating of 21%, actually making it the third highest-rated Worst Picture winner of the decade, behind 2015's other winner, Fifty Shades of Grey, and 2012's winner, The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. Maybe that's the reason why I see several flaws in several other Razzie Award, Award Worst Picture winners, but not in Cats. The only things I see in Cats are the good things, and there's a bunch of them in this movie that makes me legitimately enjoy it. First is the faithfulness to the musical. It is 100% very faithful, keeping the whole plot line of the musical intact with a few minor changes here and there. The premise of the whole, of the whole film is very simple and short. Some would even state that there's a complete lack of story there. But I never found any issue with the simple nature of the premise, as both the musical and this film is there to take you on a magical experience filled with magic, fun, dancing, and music. Speaking of the music, I believe this film does it justice. It keeps the timeless nature of all of the songs intact, they remain fun and amazing to listen to, and the songs all showcase composer Andrew Lloyd Webber's marvelous ability to add in completely different and brilliant music styles and tones for all the songs. Plus, the one new song created for the movie, Beautiful Ghosts, is such a beautiful song to listen to. And the acting is excellent, with dancer Francesca Haywood making her film debut as a newcomer character herself in the role of Victoria. Judy Dench again shows off her legendary acting talent as Old Deuteronomy. Pop singer Jason Derulo adds a dose of coolness as the rum-tum tugger, 
Idris Elba delivers a joyful, villainous performance as McCavity, and James Corden and Rebel Wilson add a dose of fake humor as Buster Jones and Jenny Annie Dots, respectively. I will say that their humor can be very hit and miss for others, but I believe the fact that those two actors playfully made fun of the movie in several award ceremonies makes their performances more fun to watch. Only three actors, though, steal the show in terms of great brilliantness, with Jennifer Hudson winning the bronze with a pitch-perfect emotional performance of Grisabella, Ian McKellen gaining the silver with a scene-stealing performance of Gus, and the actor who surprisingly gets the gold medal is famous pop star Taylor Swift, playing the minor part of Bamba Lurina. She only has a minor part, but in her single scene and song, Taylor Swift amazingly owned it. And even the critics were amazed and called Taylor Swift the best thing in the movie. As I was praising these aspects, I don't think I was actually defending them from the negative perception from critics, as I've completely accepted its perception and still focus on the bright side of this movie. But there is, however, one aspect of the movie that I'm actually going to defend here, and it's how the movie was made. Just to remind you, this was a live-action movie, but compared to how the musical was brought to life with the use of costumes and prosthetics, this movie was brought to life with 95% CGI visual effects, primarily performance capture used to create all the cats in this movie. As a film buff, I'm a very big visual effects lover, and I really could not see any single flaw with the visuals in this movie, which is the aspect that is criticized the most by critics. In my mind, when stage musicals are adapted to films, there have to be changes in order to separate the two versions from each other, making them stand out in their own way and not do the exact same thing. And I believe performance capture visual effects was a great way to bring cats to life in movie form. In my mind, the visual effects are very dazzling to look at, as of course is the production design used to create the city of London in the eyes of a cat, which successfully expands the whole world of cats and makes it more of a big razzle-dazzle spectacle. And that's what cats is in my mind a razzle-dazzle musical spectacle, and I believe it would make a fine addition to the collection of big musical movies of the 2010s decade. I truly could not see any flaw with this movie, only seeing some great acting performances, very memorable music, spectacular visual effects, and a simple premise that takes complete advantage in giving us, giving us a wonderful, magical musical experience. As I said before, though, while I legitimately think it's a good movie, I do accept its status as a Razzie Award winner of Worst Picture. But I'm looking at the bright side of it all and considering it the number one best Worst Picture movie of the decade. I had such a great time watching this movie, and it's a spectacle I'm always going to be happy and checking out again and again. So this is this, and that is that. And there's how the positive film buff sees the good and the fun and the overall magic of cats. Today's world is more competitive. Challenges are more complex. Industries more rapidly changing. Employers more demanding. You need to think bigger, act faster, work smarter. And to do it, you need to be more than skilled, more than relevant, more than qualified, more than confident, more than employable. 
Become more with the University of Southern Queensland, the number one uni for graduate employment in Queensland. Apply now at usq.edu.au.